Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Genesis 29. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we thank you for working with us, even disciplining us when that discipline is hard and we need to learn some hard lessons. We're thankful that you are doing exactly what is best for us. Amen. Genesis 29. And Jacob continued his journey and went to the land of the Easterners. And he looked, and behold, there was a well in the field. And behold, there were three flocks of sheep lying beside it. For out of that well the flocks were watered, and the stone on the mouth of the well was large. And when all the flocks were gathered there, they rolled away the stone from the mouth of the well. And they watered the sheep and returned the stone upon the mouth of the well to its place. And Jacob said to them, My brothers, where are you from? And they said, We are from Haran. And he said to them, Do you know Laban, son of Nahor? And they said, We know him. And he said to them, Is he well? And they said, He is well. Now look, Rachel his daughter is coming with the sheep. And he said, Look, it is still broad daylight. It is not time for the livestock to be gathered. Give water to the sheep and go pasture them. And they said, We are not able until all the flocks are gathered. Then the stone is rolled away from the mouth of the well, and we water the sheep. While he was speaking with them, Rachel came with the sheep, which belonged to her father, for she was pasturing them. And it happened that when Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother, Jacob drew near and rolled away the stone from the mouth of the well and watered the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother. And Jacob kissed Rachel and lifted up his voice and wept. And Jacob told Rachel that he was the relative of her father and that he was the son of Rebekah. And she ran and told her father. And it happened that when Laban heard the message about Jacob, the son of his sister, he ran to meet him. And he embraced him and kissed him and brought him to his house. And he told Laban all these things. And Laban said to him, Surely you are my flesh and my bone. And he stayed with him a month. Then Laban said to Jacob, Just because you are my brother, should you work for me for nothing? Tell me what your wage should be. Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the older was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Now the eyes of Leah were dull. But Rachel was beautiful in form and appearance. And Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve you seven years for Rachel, your younger daughter. Then Laban said, Better that I give her to you than that I give her to another man. Stay with me. And Jacob worked for Rachel seven years. But they were as a few days in his eyes because he loved her. And Jacob said to Laban, Give me my wife that I may go into her, for my time is completed. So Laban gathered all the men of the place and prepared a feast. And it happened that in the evening he took Leah his daughter and brought her to him, and he went in to her. And Laban gave Zilpah his female slave to her, to Leah his daughter as a female servant. And it happened that in the morning, behold, it was Leah. And he said to Laban, What is this you have done to me? Did I not serve with you for Rachel? Now why did you deceive me? Then Laban said, it is not the custom in our country to give the younger before the firstborn. Complete the week of this one. Then I will also give you the other. 
on the condition that you will work for me another seven years. And Jacob did so. So he completed the week of this one. Then he gave Rachel his daughter to him as a wife. And Laban gave Bilhah his female slave to Rachel his daughter as a female servant. Then he also went into Rachel, and he loved Rachel more than Leah, and he served with them yet another seven years. When Yahweh saw that Leah was unloved, he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. Then Leah conceived and gave birth to a son, and she called his name Reuben, for she said, Because Yahweh has noticed my misery, surely now my husband will love me. And she conceived again and gave birth to a son, and she said, It is because Yahweh has heard that I am unloved that he gave me this son also. And she called his name Simeon. And she conceived again and gave birth to a son. Then she said, Now this time my husband will be joined to me, for I have borne to him three sons. Therefore she called his name Levi. And she conceived again and gave birth to a son. And she said, This time I will praise Yahweh. Therefore she called his name Judah. And she ceased bearing children. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. Jacob is going to find a wife, but also to get away from his brother who wants to kill him. God appeared to Jacob in chapter 28 and told Jacob that he would be with him. So Jacob arrives at the city of his mother's family and comes to a well. This reminds us of the story of Abraham's servant getting a wife for Isaac at a well. But it is a little different here. Jacob asks about Laban's family and hears that Rachel is coming with the sheep. Ordinarily, it was men who took care of the sheep, so it isn't clear why Rachel is doing it. So Jacob waters the sheep and introduces himself to Rachel. In the story with Rebekah, Rebekah watered the camels. In this story, Jacob waters the sheep. So Rachel tells her father Laban, and Laban comes out and invites Jacob in. Jacob stays with Laban for a month and helps out. Apparently Laban needed people to take care of his sheep. So Laban says he wants to pay Jacob for his work, and Jacob suggests that he will work seven years to marry Rachel. It was typical in those days to pay a bride price to get married. That is still the normal event in some countries today. I think that the idea is that the bride price is kept by the father of the bride in case something happens to the man or the marriage, so that the woman can return to her father and be taken care of with that money if needed. In this case, Jacob didn't bring gold and silver with him, so he offers to work for seven years as payment. So Laban agrees, and Jacob is happy to work for those seven years, looking forward to getting married to Rachel. But when the wedding night comes, Laban switches the older daughter Leah for the younger Rachel, and Jacob doesn't realize it until the morning light. So Jacob is angry with Laban for this. But Laban says the older has to be married off first. So Laban offers to give Rachel to Jacob on credit, and Jacob has to work another seven years, which he agrees to do. So God allows Leah to have children, but does not give children to Rachel. So Leah starts out having four sons in a row. We can feel her pain as she names the sons' names, wishing that Jacob would love her. But finally, when she gets to Judah, she just says she will praise Yahweh. And now for a deeper dive. Do you believe in karma? Many people talk about karma, whether they believe in it or not today. The idea is that there is some force in the universe that will make the things that you do come back to you, good or bad. 
and we recognize that this is fair, and we long for fairness. So when things come back to people, we notice it. And this is obviously coming back to Jacob here. He pulled the old switcheroo on his dad to get the blessing, and now Laban pulls the old switcheroo on Jacob here. In the case of the blessing, it was the younger for the older. And in the case of the marriage, it was the older for the younger. I don't believe in karma as a force in the universe. I believe in God. And clearly, God is working on Jacob here. Jacob thought he could live his life by trickery and fending for himself. And God is showing him it doesn't work. He isn't there yet, but he needs to learn to trust in God and let God handle things. So yes, I think God brings things to our attention in obvious ways so that we connect the dots. But I also think that God goes a lot easier on us than we deserve. His goal is to get us to where we need to go, not to pay us back. And even though Jacob is being tricked here, and it isn't what he wanted, actually, Leah is the wife he needed. And the most important son is born through Leah, Judah. And we will notice later where Leah gets buried versus where Rachel gets buried. So, even in discipline, God is working out what is best here. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.